This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me! And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast. All the galaxies. All for you. See the I see the camera kind of blinked at us really quick there, <laughs> so that should mean that we're live, and we are live and in person. We are, which is weird. I mean, I've been in person with you guys before, <laughs> obviously, been in person with you for the last 10, 11 hours, I think. So uh, you're probably sick of me. Um, <laughs> my my we are troubleshooting this as we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it going, but. Oh my goodness, um, so much has happened in the last yeah. 10 to 11 hours, but for the first time since 2019, for the first time since COVID, um, the IPC podcast is in person, again. back back together again. This doesn't happen too often. It's extremely rare, and uh, the la- honestly, the last time it happened was for Skywalker Pod, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe, I believe yeah. that was the last time we had something in person, so... Um, for those of you who don't recognize our faces, you should by now if you watch the show live. Zach, Ben, Mondo was on two weeks ago, and my fiance. Show the ring. Show the ring. Oh, see, <laughs> where's the camera? <laughs> see, nerds can get engaged. There is hope for you out there. Oh my Airport. god! Wait, you're a nerd. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Look at the look at the room that you are in, dear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have entered nerd Oh man, I'm so excited to be here, Pascagoula, Mississippi. Um, it is such an honor and such a privilege to be back at Rob's Barbecue on the side for the first time in six. Years since the, st- the release of the Force Awakens. Since the, the Force last Awakens, time we were in this room talking. We weren't on camera; we were just doing voice. It was just us huddled around this exact mic. The very same. For like three and a half, four hours. I think it was four. I think it. I think it actually got all the way up to four because we talked about how it was like the longest episode in podcast history. It was our. I think it might still be the record holder. Honestly, I think so. I mean, we had like three, three and a half for Jedi Pod. Um, <laughs> you're a nerd. She says so surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a, that's not a reverb. We're just checking our technical specs yeah, to make sure yeah, that we're good to happens. go, which I believe that we are, which is which is awesome because uh, you never know what's going to happen when you it's, do a live show. It's incredibly show. easy just to jump on, especially when we have our producer Sean, who unfortunately couldn't couldn't help us out tonight. But we were doing all kinds we, of stuff. We at that that was on us. He kept apologizing <laughs> to us, and I was like, "No, dude, this is not you." Because you guys got stuck in traffic and, and all kinds and, of and crazy he, stuff. He and he's got he's got a fiance and a baby and a life. So I mean. Like, he's, not that I don't have a life, you guys are my life, but I gotta backpedal, like, a lot tonight, probably, but, um, this is, this is just so fun, I'm, I'm so, <laughs> Steven in the chat, which one's Ben and which one's Zach? 
Hey, Ben, what iPhone you got there, bud? What? What kind what of iPhone? This is an iPhone 12 Plus? Max? Uh, oh, 12 whatever Max. Whatever the, the, the... Is that what you have? They're phone oh, buddies. What color, is, what color is yours? Oh, it's blue. It's blue. Yeah! Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're bonding on levels that I never possibly could because Team Android. Yeah, me and Yeah, crickets. Of course it's crickets. crickets. Oh, you're the, only in, you're the only in dummy in here. I'm <laughs> dummy? Wow. Okay, get, get back to me Ooh. when iPhone can have USB and SD. You don't need it. Because <laughs> our phone comes with enough space. No, it doesn't. I got like 240 gigs on this sunbitch. Yeah, and how much did you pay for that sunbitch? I got more bitch? space on this thing than I got on that thing. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Who Google, said I, who said Google I, Drive. Who said I paid for it? <laughs> oh, so you're a thief. That, no, that no, a I'm, a th I'm a thrifty nickel. Sure, that's what we'll call it. Okay, so we actually have a show to do. We do have a, we we actually do. have a show to do. I'm trying to look up the notes now because we, we're, we're supposed to be talking about tonight. And this is something we normally save for mm -hmm. the early part of the year. You yeah. do this, like, the, the first show of the year is this. Mm -hmm. And then we did this in 2020, and then the world went to bleep. Mm-hmm. Shit. Same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Now, now he's got to bleep it out. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I, you just gave no, him more work I'm in post-production. I am not going to bleep it, okay? <laughs> I'm just not, okay? I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'll get him up for that, so I, it's, it's my fault anyway. Um, so... We normally do this, and it's the our top five most anticipated movies of blank year. Mm -hmm. 2020 happened. We talked about our most anticipated movies of 2020, and guess what? None of them came out in 2020. Yeah, I looked at my list again, like just to go back through the notes, and I'm pretty sure zero or like one of them actually came out in 2020. So just amazing. It's it's crazy what's happened in the last year, year and a half. But I I really feel like just based on the numbers of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, like the financial numbers that have come in, it's the third biggest Thursday night um, behind only The Force Awakens and uh, Endgame. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's got, it's got great finances, and the three of us actually did a mini-review, uh, tried to be as spoiler-free as possible, uh, talking about that movie, and that's going to get stitched into the, uh, the edited version. We won't talk about it live. Yeah, that will be an audio exclusive. Yeah. So you guys will have to go over to Podbean or your favorite podcatcher and listen to that. And that will be in the episode. Mm -hmm. um, so you will not get that on video, but uh, I might even throw some of my thoughts in as well. I'm yeah. I'm get a chance because I'm hoping in a couple of days to go see the movie myself. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah. Super, super worth it. Super worth it. I'm hearing so many great things, and then I'm seeing stuff, and then I have to avoid YouTube because people are posting entire clips from the movie. Oh god! Uh, so, so I just see MJ saved by no. Nah, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Not going down that rabbit hole. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know. I have no idea. So I know what you're talking so about. So really quick, it was brought to my attention earlier this evening that someone's mom who's sitting in this room to be unnamed uh, posted an actual picture from inside the movie theater of the screen of a spoiler moment straight to her Facebook as it happened. Oh my gosh. I was like, okay. Why? That's, that's, a, that's a thing. But that's the world we live in, you know? Like, that, that's just how things end up. And it's getting to a point where I really believe 
that we may end up at some point um, getting to a place. Oh, hello! Look yeah, at. Sorry, um, just forgot one thing. We're starting. We're starting Ben's OnlyFans here for those of you watching live. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's me doing things I should have done before we started. Let's After. get this refocused. There we go, camera. Good job. There yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Now, now that everyone has seen Ben's nipples, <laughs> let's continue about the movies we want to see in 2022. Ah, uh, well, so we did actually get a few. That's um, right. We on got the, on the Facebook and the Twitter. We got we got some submissions. You are right. Um, I asked I asked Twitter, and I think the only one who actually replied was was Star Raptor, who's doing his own podcast right now. So uh, go go to his YouTube channel and, and check that out after you're done with this, of course. Um, he he he's got um, a pretty straightforward list that I I was really not surprised with by any of them. Um, he's got Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore at number five, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at number four, uh, The Batman at number three. I feel like The Batman's going to be on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, that's going to be on a lot of people's lists, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness at number one. And that's that's a that's a hella good list, dude, and, and for lots of reasons, ones that I, I cannot mention on this podcast in order to avoid spoilers. But uh, thanks to the Twitter world, particularly Chris, for sending us stuff. Most of everything else we got came from Facebook, though, wasn't it? Yeah, so I'm going to go back to the top. Sorry, I know I was jumping around a oh, little no, bit, no, but I was like, fine. let's just get Twitter we're knocked fine. out so well, we can focus I've on the rest few, of it. I've got a few patron submissions here. Uh, mm. First is from Jesse Bent, mm -hmm. who says, This might be the top, hardest top five of the year. My list will be <laughs> just in no particular order. Jesse! Jesse. Oh, you know better than that. Jesse. You know what triggers me. I mean, you're going to be triggered in person. Um, you're going to get a show. Um, and he says, number one, all of them, as they come out, I'll make a decision. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, Jesse. Um, I know you're a patron, but that doesn't mean you get to make the rules. There are rules. We, you, they're not written down. There's no actual there's, rules, but there's rules. There's an, there's an epic tangent of him just going on this tirade about the unwritten rules. And it looks like Barbecue Watch has started a little early over here with Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag BBQ Watch. It's happening. Get on this shirt. One. Get this shirt at IPC Podcast uh, on the T Public page, tpublic.com slash user slash IPC Podcast. It's just the hashtag BBQ Watch. I've got to ask, what are these chunks of heaven right here? That's sausage. <clears throat> oh, sausage. Sausage. Like, like sausage. Cajun sausage. Oh my God! <laughs> I've 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 died and gone to heaven. I've, 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 Seriously though, I'm like, never gonna want to say this yeah, again in my life. But I love your sausage in my mouth. Okay, moving on. Moving on to another patron, Joey Mays. Um, he's got honorable mentions out the wazoo, including Mission Impossible Seven, The Gray Man, Moonfall, Knives Out Two, Lightyear, The Bob's Burgers Movie, and Turning Red. Honestly, I'm really excited for Turning Red, but I just haven't seen enough of it to be able to get, like, uber-hyped for it. Mm -hmm. Because there's, there, there's only, like, one or two... I heard what you said. I'm choosing to ignore it. <laughs> I just... I have a hard time, like, being able to justify putting it in my five because I just haven't seen enough of it. I appreciate that Pixar is doing something... Uh, original and unique. It's not like Cars 5 or something like that. But 
I just haven't seen enough to know for sure whether I want that in my five or not. So I get why it's an honorable mention, Joey. But then he's got Death on the Nile at number five. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. He says it helps that over the course of 2021, my f- entire family rewatched the Harry Potter um, movies and reread all of the books. Uh, at number three, he's got Jurassic World Dominion. At number two, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And at number one, Thor, Love, and Thunder. I think the biggest surprise for me, guys, is that movie Death on the Nile. I've heard a lot about it, but I was not expecting it to be in anybody's top five. And Joey already kind of bucking the trends by putting that in his in his top five. Yeah, that's a great list. Really, yeah. truly. I mean, wonderful list. any movie with Gal Gadot in it is a great list. <laughs> Just, mm. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I don't even know what that is. Wonder Woman. Oh, the the lady who played Wonder Woman is starring in Death on the Nile. Oh, okay. so it's got a big a stack. It's cast. got a, it's got a stack cast, yeah. and we may get to that in a little bit. But we got to get through these other submissions. Um, we got our good buddy Chad who says number five, Black Adam. Hmm. Number four, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. One still the best title of the year. Oh um, gosh. Number three, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That's a runner up. That's a good title. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Across the Spiderverse. <laughs> I think, I, think, he, I think it auto I think it was supposed oh. to be Spider. <laughs> Across the Spider. Or, but, but it is good for Barbecue Watch. Or White Castle is coming out with their own biopic and they're calling it <laughs> into into the Sliderverse. Look, okay, Crystal and all these places that serve sliders, we just gave you, or Chad just gave you, an excellent marketing strategy when across the Spiderverse. Comes great, out. great publicity. That's <laughs> just get like a couple of just get a couple of King's Hawaiian rolls and stuff some pulled pork inside of it. Here we go, across the Sliderverse. Here you go. And number one, he says the back. As much of a DC fan as he is, uh, that's not surprising. Does not surprise me. He he got to see the trailer. I was helping people get into the theater last night, and I had to like show my ticket and be like, "These are two people that are with oh. me on this ticket." So I didn't get to see it. How was seeing the Batman teaser in the big screen? I felt like the Batman that George Clooney had with the really hard nipples. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I was like sitting in there. I was like. Oh wow! Oh, that's the dude from Twilight. Uh huh. He went from being a vampire to being the bat. Yeah. Instead of being bitten by one, he becomes one. So I think I saw that trailer either from a like Dune or something. Like that. It was all, great like, trailer. My favorite part was the end where everything was upside down, and it was all red, and it was all like He's very... upside down like a bat. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a creative cinematic choice. No, upside down like a Batman. Oh, Batman. Uh, He's a Batman. Meanwhile, Morbius is Man Bat. Pretty much. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's top five had Morbius in it, and for damn good reason. But that, for me, that's kind of one of those like honorable mentions. Like I'm excited. Like I'm intrigued by it, just like I was intrigued by um, that recent the, the Marvel movie with the Asian people. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Okay, I said it that way. Listen, if you're Asian, I, I did not want to offend you. because It I wasn't offensive. It's it, just funny. It, it doesn't happen, like, on purpose. It's always by accident. Like, I would have called it, like, Ching Chung Ching. Or something. See, that would have been way more offensive. Yeah, that's 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 he, that's way more. That's he, way he, more. Chose, he chose the lesser of the two evils. There. Like, you were on the fence, and then you just flipped over just, the fence. Just went. Just went I, I sandlotted it. it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right over the fence. I've never heard that term before. I love it. I'm going to use it. Sand, sand lotted it. You ever seen the sand lot? I know. The, the the baseball movie. Yeah, he like the ball. The, the, the ball goes over the fence, so you have to like jump the fence, and so like he he jumped the fence in like verbiage term wise. That's really cool. Um, okay, so this one's interesting. Our friend Matthias is uh, overseas. Yeah. And because of Omicron, his country had to delay Spider Man. Oh. So he he actually has um, No Way Home listed as one of his honorable mentions for most anticipated of 2022 because he's not going to get to see it until then. Oh, so sorry, Matthias, Mat- over there. Matthias, I, I am deeply sorry for you because the internet is a horrible place and you may end up getting something spoiled between now and then. I sincerely hope you do not, but I wish you the best trying to avoid it until then. Um, he's also got the Kingsman in there, um, because isn't Kingsman this year or is it early next year? It's this year. It's this year. Because but... we talked about that on yeah. the card right here. Yeah, because, because that's another one that I think is um, getting delayed. So um, he's also got uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, just because everything about it sounds cool. So now, now we get into the uh, actual five, and he's got some little essays here, so give me a second while I read all of this off. At uh, number five, he's got Mission Impossible 7. I love the Mission Impossible movies. They have thrilling stories, intense action, great actors, and very interesting characters. I also love both this one and the last one have filmed on location here in Norway. That's That's cool. That's actually really cool. At number four, Knives Out 2. The first one was fantastic, thrilling, and exciting. If Ryan Johnson can make something either as good or better, I think we're in for a great time. 100% agree. Yep. Jurassic World Dominion checks in at number three. Since I begun watching Camp Cretaceous, I have gotten a new love for this wonderful and amazing universe. Even though I didn't like Fallen Kingdom as much as everyone else, I do think after the original world and what he was going to do with episode nine, which sounded much better than what we got, mm, (laughs) Trevorrow can make something to look forward to with great joy and give us something to remember. I sincerely hope so because I have waited for a freaking long time and I'm just ready for it to actually be here. Oh, man. Number number two, the Batman. Been a fan of Batman for a long time, and he just keeps getting cooler and cooler. I love the Keaton movies and those with Bale, some of Affleck's ones, and my favorite, Kevin Conroy, who should make a cameo in a future movie. But I think this one is going to be the most interesting incarnations of the Cape Crusader, with it being more grounded, Batsy being younger and more unstable than before, and having Pattinson watch The Lighthouse. It's fantastic, he says. I think we are going to get a great movie. Possibly... Also one that also will show why he sometimes is called the greatest detective. I've heard that it's supposed to be almost like a noir film of sorts and have like a mystery component that needs to have something solved. So you asked me about the trailer. The trailer felt very noir-y. Noir-y? Yeah. Noir-y? noir is, is, is that a thing? I, I guess didn't know that was a word. I guess it is now. Okay. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 checks in as his number one the original Spider-Verse was incredible. Some of the best animation I have seen looked like it was taken right out of the comics. The story was fascinating and the characters were equally amazing. Although the star for me was the noir Spider-Man, mostly because of Nicolas Cage. I think if he is treated as good as its predecessor, then we are in for one bleep of a ride. <laughs> we'll just say heck. How about heck, that? Heck. One heck of a ride. Heck in good time. A heck in good time. Why don't you just say the word? Hellheim. Yeah, there we go. Good job. That's a thing. 
All right, time for uh, Schinder's list, and we got another bunch of essays here, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, take it so, away. So, starting off at number five for Stephen Schinder, we have uh, Avatar Two. He says, "I just want to say, see the damn movie already. I know the story of the first one is all too familiar, but I remember that feeling I had in the theater of feeling like I had gone on an enlightening journey. I really want to go." see how this world gets expanded. Sure, the long way it has killed some of my hype, but it'll be there to see what James Cameron does with this. Uh, number four, I didn't even know this one was coming out in 2021. 2022. 2022. 2022. I'm not even getting used to this as being 2021. Now we're getting to 2022, alright? I'm really, this has been a lot. Um, he says, Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas, you're from Texas. Um, you, yeah, I'm you, from you there. You get chainsawed to get to death every so often, I guess. Yeah. Every time I go to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to Home Depot alone, kids. I know this is a mess of a franchise in terms of continuity. The original was solid, and then each sequel felt really different, and at times felt like they had contradicted each other. There was eventually a decent remake and a prequel to it, and then a sequel that wiped away everything except the original titled Texas Chainsaw 3D. That's a thing? Okay. Um, that was one a guilty pleasure, whereas the prequel to it came later, and it was terrible. This new one will, once again, wipe away all the previous sequels. The concept of Leatherface having been living under the guise of a normal person without a mask for nearly half a century is intriguing. Given the franchise's track record, I'm prepared for this ninth film to be bad, but I'm in for it right. I love that he's like, it's make this top five, but he thinks it's going to be terrible. I'm excited about it. <clears throat> this is something I didn't know about. Number three, the Bob's Burgers movie. I didn't know this was a... Yeah, yeah. And apparently he's talked to you about it. He says, Zach and I have talked at length on Delayed Replay about how much we love the TV show. Been waiting a while to see how it could be restructured for a film. Sure, it will be full of hilarious moments. That sounds amazing. I love that show. I freaking love that show. If you haven't watched Bob's Burgers yet, like, what rock are you hiding under? Because it's, it's such a hilarious show. The only reason I don't watch it as, as more often as I wish I would is because it's on Hulu, and Hulu has commercials. So screw you, Hulu. But, according to Baker Mayfield, Hulu has live sports. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I watch it on... I, I bootleg it off of you, so I don't need Hulu for that. Um, number two Touché. is The Batman. Uh, finally, we are seeing more of the detective side of Batman in a live-action film. Love Matt Reeves' work in the last couple Planet of the Apes movies, as I do. And, and he says, sounds like he knows what he's doing. I expect the Riddler will be the breakout performance of the piece. Very well, which could be true. Um, and number one seems to be a favorite of tonight. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. While I had such a great time watching No Way Home, I have to admit the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 eclipsed some of my hype for No Way Home before it came out. Into the Spider-Verse remains my favorite Spider-Man film, and for once, I was excited to see Part 1 in a movie title. Uh, parentheses, kind of related. Really glad Infinity War Part 1 and 2 were retitled Infinity War again. I agree about that. I, thought, I always thought that was Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Just give them titles. They did that. Uh, for Across the Spider-Verse, I'm more forgiving because they weren't completely sure what the future of these animated film series was. And Part 1 is a promise that there will be more and they have confidence in it. The animation looks so good. And I think we're all in for a great time. That seems, to, that, seems, that seems to be the general consensus is that we loved the animation of Into the Spider-Verse and we're looking forward for number two. He actually mentioned on Twitter, I think it was, or just all of his socials, but I wrote him on Twitter. 
that this is the this is the first time in a while that we've actually had something labeled part one going into it you know aside from infinity war um and then infinity war part two which like you said got renamed the the most recent one i can think of that was actually titled part one and part two was um the finale of harry potter yeah the, the final the final harry potter films were one and two and but Hunger did Games. twilight do that Mm. I think it was Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2, maybe? And then Hunger Games did that, too, didn't they? Mockingjay 1 and 2? Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, I think think they did. So, I mean, it's very few and far between, I guess. Um, But there's... It's it's fascinating to to observe, for sure. Oh, and we have one more list just came in from our good buddy, George Rivera. I'll read it off. You just read all of Steven's stuff. Okay, yeah, <laughs> You're all yeah. right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Right, yeah, do, do it. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm going to go 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 because he's got them in, in progressive order. He's got uh, Secrets of Dumbledore at number 5, The Batman at number 4, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 at 3, Thor Love and Thunder at 2, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness at number 1. So um, I think we're getting some pretty good ideas of what we need to talk about this coming year. That's always I, kind I, of been I, the thing with, I, with these episodes. Is it kind of like, okay, here's what everyone's excited about. These are the ones we now we have now we're doing bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. We kind of have to pick and choose our topics. we got to be really choosy, but I think Across the Spider-Verse is definitely going in there. Uh, I feel like Doctor Strange is a given, just considering its ramifications for um, for everything in the in the MCU. Um, Thor, I loved Ragnarok, so we'll probably yeah. end up, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a pretty good idea of what we're going to talk about. Can I just point out that I love the diversity. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of times, I you know when I've been a part of these lists in the past, we'll get like the same five or six movies just in different orders. Yeah. Um, there's a couple lists that have way different films you know there, there's a couple obviously into the spider-verse or across the spider-verse is it seems to be a constant the batman kind of seems to be a constant but you know there, there's a couple other movies you know the bob's burgers movie texas chainsaw massacre you know there's there's a couple things knives out too you know yeah, there, there's a couple yeah. things that you know so i think what this is telling me is 2022 is going to be a very busy year for the movie theaters. It's just going to be a busy year in general because um, I'm going to be doing job applications and we're doing wedding planning. Oh man! <laughs> which uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna formally put this out there now and put you on the spot. I would really like you there. Yeah, I would love uh, so, to be there. So by, when... by the way, I didn't even say it earlier, so I'll say it on there. Congratulations! Thank That's... you. Amazing! I could Thank not you. be happier to see those photos, and and then I I did know mm-hmm. you did give me a little heads up ahead of time, mm-hmm. um, and I was glad for that. And I'm like, oh, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Seeing those pictures, like, oh yeah, he did it! He did it! I totally surprised her too. Like <laughs> yeah. she she did not see it coming, like at all. Uh, <laughs> we we wore our ugly Christmas sweaters, and so she thought, there's no way. There's no way no. that anything's gonna happen when we're in our ugly Christmas sweaters. Man, I should have known better. And then, it, and then it did. Like, gotcha. 
Um, but no, I, I agree, dude. Like, it's going to be a, a very busy year as moviegoers, and it's going to be a very busy year as movie reviewers trying to, you know, pick and choose the right ones to, to end up talking about. So, yeah, that's that's a good problem to have. Yep. Uh, a big thank you to the people that financially contribute to what we do here, uh, particularly uh, Jesse and Joey. Um, you two guys are at the shout-out tier on our Patreon page, and if you're interested in becoming a patron... You can do so by going to patreon.com slash ipcpodcast. And be sure to check out um, Jesse's podcast, Question Slash Possible Answer. They're going to be discussing uh, movies with a twist. They look at canon and uh, non-canon, and every question is on the table. They are getting ready to take a break soon, though. So be sure to catch their last episodes before their season wraps up. And uh, go find them on different socials, including question underscore possible underscore answer on Instagram. That seems to be the most popular place. If you are a patron, you get some really cool exclusives, like a special exclusive Facebook group. Um, you get access to the show notes that I'm reading off of right now. You get top billing during top five segments, like what you heard tonight. They were like the top two, top three guys um, from tonight's top five discussions. And if possible, you can end up being on the show as long as time allows for it. So um, lots of really cool perks and lots of really cool things going on here at IPC. And I'm really looking forward to what uh, 2022 has to offer. Uh-oh, selfie Yeah, time. we're doing selfies, all right? Three, two, oh, wait, wait. Ah. Well, I, okay, I can't do that. He's got a great backdrop for that, by the way. If you couldn't tell, like this is this is such an awesome studio to be doing. Usually, stuff from. the camera is facing that way over there. That's where my shelf is. Yeah. But thankfully, I didn't plan this. It just happened. <laughs> Dude, so many collectibles yeah, and autographs. Stephen Stanton, several autographs. Most of them are from Stephen Stanton, the great gentleman that he is. Sent me. Oh, well, he's 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 fantastic. He's, he blessed us, and uh, yeah, and, and he's just hang action figures on the wall for some reason. Um, that's the thing that I saw people do, and I did it myself. So anyway. Hey, why not? <laughs> um, are we up to our list? I guess so. If you're watching live, you can still try and submit something in the Facebook live chat, and we'll try and get to you. I know that it was kind of last minute asking people for their submissions. We appreciate those of you who sent something in. If you have a top five movies that you're excited for for 2022, then go ahead and send them in live. Send them to us on social media, and we'll retweet them. Uh, we'll repost them. We'll talk about them in the uh, Intergalactic Peace Hangout. That's a public group that anybody can be a part of. Yeah. So um, the discussion continues even if it's not during a live episode. Um, we just had to kind of put something together that all of us could talk about because somebody hasn't seen Spider-Man yet. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, and your yeah. responsibilities. Well, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the audio exclusive version. And yes. I would have loved to have turned this, because normally speaking, we do these top five things in a huge episodes. Mm -hmm. We would have loved to have done like a three hour episode with you guys. But uh, you have to get on the road. Right? You still got like your mid trip here. Like you've we're, come a really long ways, and you still have a little bit more to go. We've so got, we can't keep you here all night. We're about seventy five percent of the way there. You're so close, the the last still, the last stretch will be but interesting. The dangerous thing is, is that we fed you. Yeah. And when you get, <laughs> when you've been really tired yeah. of driving, and then you get fed, you just have to get tired. See, that's what I'm worried about. My dad. I'm gonna have to be like checking in on him while he's driving and be like, "You still awake? You still yeah. awake? Did you yeah. make it?" So. 
Yeah, let's go ahead and get into our lists. And I know that we we spent a lot of time like I you just made mine. You the way. you and I just wrote it. He just made it while we're talking. He's like, oh, hey, Stephen's got a really interesting one. I'm gonna take that one and put it in my top yeah, I five. I steal from everybody else's. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, he's he's like the he's like the 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 pirates of the top. You can fives. always just watch my body language on these episodes mm-hmm. because like we'll get right to the end and be like. I'll just be down here buried in my <laughs> <bones>. <laughs> Okay, I got it now. I'm good. <laughs> well, we can actually start on this end if you guys want, and that'll give you more time to like. Come I, up. I got it. I got Do it. You, I'm done. You have I'm an done. you have an honorable mention. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I'm he's done. He's ready. Well, I still want to do ladies first because you and I have been hey. talking a lot. We haven't gotten a lot from <laughs> from from these folks yet. So uh, let let's have my lovely bride to be lead things off tonight. Um. Okay. So am I loud enough? Yeah, you should be. Yeah, just, okay. just start with your honorable mention and like give one sentence why, and then we'll do five, and then he'll do five, 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 and then we'll come back around to four. Does that make sense? We're starting with the honorable mention? The honorable mention? Yeah. So like um, the one that just didn't quite make the cut. Oh, uh, yikes. Sorry, my <laughs> list is kind of like all over the place. Like, I didn't really have... I guess Lightyear would yeah. be one, because, I mean, I've... I love Toy Story, but this is just a different. You can have more than one honorable mention, I should say. Yeah, I usually try and stick to one, but that that makes sense. And again, there's only been like one teaser and a couple of photos, you know? Like, I want to find out a little bit more about it before I can put it in my list. So, I get it. I think at this point, I'm just like curious to see what that's about. Yeah. There was a trailer last night for it. Really? Was Was it the full on trailer talking about plot or. Does it end with him saying to infinity and then it cuts? No, it had like like him and the girl said to infinity, like, and then they like and then they like hold hands or something. At the yeah, end. but it yeah, was, that's the teaser that came out a couple of weeks ago. I feel like it was a little longer because it felt longer than the teaser. Did mm-hmm. it discuss any of the plot at all? Talked about him going to the academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the teaser had. Was there a Spider Verse trailer? There was not. Really? I, I, I found it really interesting. Not, I found that interesting that there was. A Batman trailer mm-hmm. attached to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but there wasn't the up. Was there anything for any of the upcoming Marvel? Because you know usually, I don't think so. you, usually they do the next Marvel movie at the current one. And I, I, I know no spoilers, but I know there's something at the end. I've heard that. Yeah, I mean, the, we we talked about this in our in our preview show. The mid credits and post credit scenes are absolutely worth sticking around for. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. I, mean, I every Marvel movie I've ever been to is just like movie starts, no one gets up. It's just everyone, the whole theater stays in. So that didn't happen. Theater. That didn't happen in our place. There were really? a couple. There were a couple of dumbasses in the row in These, front of us that got up before the mid credit scene. Savages. I was <laughs> like, I was like, what are you doing? But, like for yeah. Ghostbusters, I, I gave people a pass because you probably didn't expect that for Ghostbusters. Right. Yeah. Um, but. I, honestly, Marvel has kind of, I don't want to say ruined me, but I mean, there used to be a time like the credits started, all right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, like, like no one stuck around there. Like, no one ever wanted to see what the theater looked like when the lights I came on. I will anyway. never get up from a movie unless I've Googled that there's no press credit scene. That's the only thing that'll get me out of my seat. And you know yeah. what? I had a cough the other day and it said it might have been cancer, so I don't trust Google anymore anyway. <laughs> Jesse says he just left the theater from watching. Spider-Man. Oh my God, uh, Jesse! You you didn't hear the announcement, but there's going to be an audio-only exclusive from the three of us doing our spoiler-free impressions because this guy mm-hmm. didn't want any kind of spoilers at all. 
and we had some extenuating circumstances that gave us some time to do it while we were on the road. So we are into our top fives. We just started them. Top five movies we're most excited for for 2022. Her honorable mention was Lightyear. What's your number five, um, babe? My number five is probably the new Doctor Strange movie. Okay. Yeah. Um. Number. Well, well, no, no. We'll keep it. We'll keep it at five. We'll, we go around the horn, and everybody does their five, and then everybody oh, does it. their four. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. When, when it when it's the hosts, we do it a little bit differently so that we can kind of keep them interested. Okay. Make yeah, them. We, we, we string them along. Yeah, we got to string you along so that you got to like watch to the end of the show to figure out what our number ones are. Okay. So why is why is Doctor Strange at number five? Because I had others that I were excited. Even, exactly, and that's a good reason. That yeah. that's like the best reason of I all. I know, and that's probably what like number one, number two, and some other people's list. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> it's fine, and that's actually like a great reason. And and going yeah. going back to what Mondo was talking about. To have that many that you're excited for that Doctor Strange ends up at number five is a good problem to have. So, that's great. Okay, Mondo, your honorable mention and uh, and your number five. My honorable mention is the Batman. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's surprising. It is. And, and, and listen, I, I am a huge gamer. Love gaming. Gaming is my biggest hobby. Um... Outside of traveling and doing really cool things, um, and in and, and my number five, there is a movie coming out about a video game uh, franchise that I have come to adore, um, and that is Uncharted. And not only is it Uncharted, it's Uncharted with Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it looks like a slightly younger. Uh, Nathan Drake. Um, so I'm really excited to see sort of that origin story. Um, or, you know, a little more of the origin. You get a little bit of it in the series. But uh, I'm really excited about that part of it. Having having somebody's origins is always really, really interesting. Because if it's not, like, expressed in the game or the book or whatever the, the origin source is then there's a lot of creative liberties that can be done that can kind of help you explore those things, which is which is really cool. Okay, it's to me then, I suppose. Yeah. Um, my honorable mention is uh, also Lightyear, and pretty much for the same reasons that you had, babe. Like, I I like the premise. The, the, the idea that, that I heard was that, um, you know, the, the Toy Story feature is like the Iron Man action figure. And this movie is about Iron Man himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we go from a movie about an action figure to the guy the action figure is based on. Mm -hmm. And Chris Evans doing the voice is really cool. Yeah. I like that idea. I just don't know enough about everything else to be able to put it in my five yet. Yeah. I love the idea and I liked the animation style. I just need a little bit more before I can put it in my actual five. And what's funny is my number five is one that I was not expecting anybody else to have, and then Joey put it in in his top five. <laughs> Joey, stop looking at my list, buddy. My number five is actually Death on the Nile. Oh. It is, it is a sequel to the Murder on the Orient Express movie that came out a couple of years ago. A lot of death. Um, lot with lots of death, lots of murders, and, and one detective that's trying to solve it all. Apparently he's on, the mustache. He's, he's, he's on vacation in Egypt... And he has to try and solve a murder in a movie that stars Gal Gadot, 
Army Hammer, Letitia Wright, Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones, Russell Brand, and more. It is like an it is like an all star cast of people that are that are being a part of this story, and like just the cast and the premise alone is enough to get me excited. But based on the cast, uh, we may not know who the killer is, but we know who ate the body. Yeah, <laughs> well, not in the movie. <laughs> you haven't heard about? You have heard about Ar- Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Army, yeah, okay. wanting, 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 wanting the arms. Yeah, I've, Army. I've, I've heard about that. Oh my gosh! I was wondering how many of that would just go over there. Mm. I, I hope not. Okay, so yeah, the Lightyear and Death on the Nile, my honorable mention and my number five. All right. Well, I have. Two honorable mentions. That's why I said you could have two because I'm because he's he's got two. Um, <laughs> That's why. My first un- honorable mention is Uncharted because, like you, I'm I'm a little. I don't know about the casting, especially like the Sully casting. It's like really Mark Wahlberg, but I'm I'm willing to give it a chance, and it looks really good. Like the whole like that trailer with the the plane sequence, like recreating that, like mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and my second honorable mention is The Flash movie which is finally coming out apparently and that trailer looked so good so i will go and watch it if only to see michael keaton that's probably the main reason everyone's like that's 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 my reason it's going a to see batman it. movie that's not that's got that's got that's got, <laughs> the, like that's, that's got the flash movie. in it yeah pretty damn much yeah um and my number five is as you guys mentioned Lightyear. i am very very excited for this movie yeah i think it's very interesting like i said it's kind of a wild card you don't really know what it is but like the whole premise of like okay yeah. we're getting the origin story we're getting the light here the the real guy but he's not real he's in this movie the movie that andy owner of woody would have gone to see and would have been like oh yeah i need to get the buzz Lightyear action figure like that's cool um and just like the whole like mysticism of it and you have the whole like world building he's on this like bog planet like that there's mm-hmm. really cool imagery in there like okay this could be really cool like Pixar taking on like more of a hard edge kind of sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. That sounds really interesting. And and again, I like the boldness of it. Like like much like Turning Red, I appreciate that they, that they're trying something new. Like yeah, it, it's not like Tim Allen's Buzz Lightyear, but it is something Lightyear related. And so you know, it, it's it's not like Cars Two where it was like a Mater like side story kind right. of thing. Like this is this is something totally different, but they've got source material to go off on. That that's the thing. They have source material in the form of the animated show that was on Disney for a couple of seasons. They do. You yeah. could you could have XR. You could have XL. You could have Nos Four A Two. You could have the Evil Parallel Universe Buzz. Like there is material in there that you can pull from, and I I really really hope they do. Obviously. This first film, I would expect to be about Evil Emperor Zerg, but there's 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 plenty of other source material to go off of, and I think that's what excites me too. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's not the most anticipated, but one of my most one of one of the five. Okay, I guess we're to number fours then. What's your number four uh, and why? Uh, number four is probably Batman. Batman. So I'm I've been really curious about that. Do you feel like the guy who was on Twilight is actually going to be a decent Bruce Wayne. I don't know. That's I think that's what I kind of want to. That's what it intrigues me to want to see it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's. <laughs> I 
I, I'm kind of excited to see Robert Pattinson in a Batman suit. In a bat suit. Okay. I think he's going to be the best Batman ever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right? I think everyone's under guessing this guy. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially because, I mean, I, I was sort of a follower of the Twilight movies, so, like, it's kind of cool to see him in a different setting. And... I feel like the more people, com- more people online complain about a casting, the better it's going to be. I hope so. <laughs> People complain like crazy for Heath Ledger's Joker, and guess what happens? Oh, but didn't they complain about Jared Leto too? And they were right. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not a perfect science, okay? It's not a perfect science. Oh, look at him! Take that bicycle and start backpedaling. <laughs> no, the, the Batman. The Batman's a good choice, and it's definitely one that we're going to end up reviewing here on the show because it's been voted on so many oh, different times I by so many people. So yeah, cool. Mondo, what is your number four? So going back to the gaming thing. Um, that again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I I loved the first one. The second one is expanding almost identically to the way that the games did. I'm really looking forward to Sonic 2. I was going to say mm. Sonic. Um, Sonic was one of the first video games I ever owned. Um, I love their corn dogs. I do too. And they're at 44 slushes. <laughs> Get there. Get, get the unsweet tea with cranberry and real cherries. You can't go wrong there, buddy boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in all honesty, though, I, I saw that trailer last night, and I got a little emotional. Um, the music playing in the background, the way that they're incorporating tails and knuckles. Um, I, I, I mean, is it Idris Elba playing Knuckles? Yes, that's funny. Uh, I, I I love that. That's a great choice. Um, and like even the scene with the airplane, and I mean that that's tail signature airplane um, from the games. Like it, wow. They so far. I mean, obviously this is only the second one, but the first one after they corrected the look of Sonic, they did the game so much justice, and they did the character so much justice. So, Sonic 2 is my number four. That's right. Sonic 2 at four. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I can... Makes I, sense. Makes I, will, sense. I will figure that out eventually. Um, my, my number four is um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. After what I saw last night, um, I, I, it vaulted its way into my top five. I was intrigued, but some of the, some of the repercussions that transpire in this movie uh, in Spider-Man... Um, really, really set some great groundwork for what Multiverse of Madness could become. Wait, Doctor Strange is in No Way Home? Doctor Spoilers! Str- no, there's no spoiler. It's in the trailer. Um, the groundwork that they lay in that movie really sets things up to be really good um, for for the next film. So um, I can't give away too many spoilers. I can't talk about it too, too much. Um, the one thing I will say is um, there was there was some... Uh, reference to the Sorcerer Supreme in WandaVision. They, they, she make, Agatha makes reference of him in the season finale. And um, I have a very, very strong feeling that that's going to come to a big fruition. Like, it's already been confirmed that Wanda's going to be in the film, but um, I think it's going to transpire in a, in a much bigger way than most people feel. So I, I think the whole idea is like... Multiverse of Madness is going to be kind of a sequel to WandaVision, which I'm like, yeah, that needs a sequel because where they left it is kind of kind of crazy, and yeah. we need more of that. Yeah, I think I think 
people are going to have to go to Disney Plus and watch WandaVision before watching Doctor Strange. I'll put it that way. Also, retcon Ralph Boner while you're at it. Oh, don't even get me started on that. We don't have time for that. No, we don't. No, we don't. I'll just go. I'll go. Are you, are you finished? I am. Okay. I am. I'm going to go on to my number four, I think. Yes. Um, and it is Jurassic World Dominion. This one has me very intrigued. I had, I've, I've had mixed feelings about the, the new Jurassic World trilogy so far, but like I really enjoyed World. I, I want to go back and rewatch uh, Fallen Kingdom because I think there's a lot of great books. I didn't actually watch it. It was just on TV randomly. I was like, I'm going to watch this. It's, it's a, I want to watch Battle at Big Rock again. That was good, too. But oh, the fact, man. just like where, like regardless of what you thought of Fallen King, uh, Fallen Kingdom, like where it left it, where like dinosaurs on the mainland, this is a whole Jurassic World. Yep. that's just the where they're going with the franchise. It's, it's a, amazing. It's a literal Jurassic World. And that's what excites me. And you got the whole we didn't even talk about it, but the whole new prologue thing that came out. And yep. The, the sixty five million years ago, and then you have them at the drive. It's so good. Okay, all right. I'm really and excited. Camp Cretaceous. And Camp Cretaceous. I have not seen the new season. I have not seen it. You need to. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm very much excited about that. How it goes further into that. I and feel like that's going to be one of our January discussion topics. So you got to have it watched. It has to be. You got to have it watched by the I'm new year. I'm try to watch it. I'm trying to. I need to resubscribe to Netflix. I'm gonna try to watch it over the holidays. It's so Catch worth up. it. Uh, there's there's a lot of mixed reviews coming in from people, but in my opinion, it sets the stage for the franchise moving forward a lot better than the other seasons did. Really? There may have been certain seasons that were like better executed, but I don't think any of them like laid the groundwork for Dominion and other aspects of the franchise quite the way this season did. So there's some really good stuff in there. Uh, okay, that was Ben's four, so we're on to number three. Back around the horn. Okay, uh, my number three is probably one that hasn't been mentioned, or maybe it has, I don't know. Tell uh, me. Nope. Oh, it hasn't. No. But it hasn't. I'm, I'm a fan of uh, Jordan Peele's movies, mm-hmm. like Get Out. Yeah, you showed, you showed me Get Out. I, I'd seen clips of it, but I hadn't seen it all the way through uh, until recently, and so... Yeah, that was really cool. And yeah. this one's supposed to be a sequel to Us, right? I'm not sure. They, honestly, like, I've tried to do some research, and they haven't really talked about it. It's kind of, like, kept on the low. But I know that Daniel... I forget his last name, but he's the one... Is that how you pronounce it? I feel like I've heard people pronounce it that way. That could be wrong. That could be wrong. That sounds like the chocolate liquor that I mix in my coffee. Kahlua. No. no. <laughs> Daniel Kalua. <laughs> well, I, he's a great actor. He was he a is. Get Out and he it's was also in K-A-L-U-U-Y-A, which is Kal- incredible. Kaluya? Kaluya. Kaluya. I'm sure we're all butchering this. Wow. Sorry, sir. You were great in Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, I was going to mention that. And freaking everything. And Get Out. He's a fantastic actor. So that's why I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, my mom just wrote me and said there's a Bucky's between Mobile and Pensacola. Cool. Oh, you didn't know about that. I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. You didn't there's know. one just on the other side of the bay. Oh. oh that's yeah, you might need to make a pit stop. Here. That's dangerous. That's very dangerous. Nice Bucky's. Oh. Like brand new. We, we stopped at one on the way out. It wouldn't be fitting to stop at one on the way back in, too. Yeah. Uh, okay, Mondo, I think you're up for your number three. My number three is Thor, Love, and Thunder. And 
Yep. Yeah. Oh man, that name is awesome. Like, I I really can't wait for the memes to come out. I think I've downloaded the wrong one. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, I'm not diving into it, okay? No. Um, I'm in a family establishment. <laughs> okay? Even though you've already dropped a couple of words. <laughs> words are words. These are actions. <laughs> yes, please do not act on any of that with any of us. Thank you. Oh, Thank you very much. Show me on the Yoda where he touched you. I uh, oh. No. Yeah, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, please don't ban us. <laughs> the force was strong. Um, so, the, the the reason this is my number three is right now, <laughs> I, you, you, you just learn to just kind of turn into the skid, um, and then you fly off the mountain. Um, we So, uh, I, I've been really enjoying the Marvel stuff. I've recently gone back. When I say recently, I mean within the last four to six weeks. And I have caught up on all of the Marvel television shows. Yeah, you've been sending me play-by-play updates. Yeah. I have been. I'm like I'm like the John Madden of, like, texting people when I'm watching stuff that I'm, like, months behind on. I'm like, boom, tough acting to acting. Uh. <laughs> so, wow. That's a throwback. It is. Oh, my gosh. That just uh, sent all kinds of flashbacks through my head. Thanks. So, you're welcome. So, uh, I, I've been doing that. I started with... Which one did I start with? You started with WandaVision. I, I started... I did. I started with WandaVision. And I started because I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to go to bed. Um, I hadn't paid my Netflix bill. So, I was like, I paid Disney Plus. So, I went to Disney Plus and I'm like, I'm going to turn on WandaVision. And that's what I'm going to fall asleep to. And it was like that Spongebob meme. Four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> Literally. You, you wrote me at like 1 a.m. or something. Because the episodes aren't an hour long. So you're like, oh, just 20 more minutes. It's not yeah. a big deal. Well, that's exactly what it was. And then I was like, at the end of the first episode, I was like, those mother humbers. <laughs> like, I, I, I gotta watch the next one. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, Why? Why are you doing this? What are you doing to uh, me? So, so, so then uh, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and then he was, and then like the final fight scene in WandaVision, Zach was like, oh, you should wait till you watch Loki. And I was like, oh, dang, I need to watch that on my new TV. So I did. And I was like, oh. And then these episodes were an hour. Um, and so this one was like six hours later. <laughs> So, and like I was, like I got to the point where I was coming home from work every day and I was purposely making dinner to sit down to watch an episode of Loki. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and then, uh, and then I went through and I watched, um, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and... And that, that first episode I was like, oh my gosh. It's just, it's so good. And then, uh, and then you and I have been watching Hawkeye together. Oh man, Hawkeye. On Hawkeye, a weekly basis. It, it, Hawkeye is. Hawkeye. I'm just going to say it one more time. Hawkeye. You Hawkeye, say Hawkeye. 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 Say Hawkeye. 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 Yeah. You say Hawkeye. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, we all said Hawkeye. Good job. Hawkeye. Has become my favorite piece Hawkeye. of weekly entertainment. Like. I watched, like, so I, I was behind because last Wednesday I had some stuff to do over the weekend. 
I finally watched it like Sunday night, like so last Wednesday, Sunday night. And I was like, oh! And I was like, oh, I've only got to wait three days. This is awesome. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story real quick. My dad has not seen any Marvel stuff past Spider-Man Homecoming. I've oh, wow. slowly been working and we stopped at Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. And, I and Hawkeye commercial came on TV. He's like, we got to watch that. And Aww. now we are watching it together. And it's Aww. great. Kate, Kate Bishop is probably my favorite newest addition oh, to the great. MCU. She's great. That's what I love about these shows and just Marvel in general. It brings families together. Okay. It does. So, now let me bring this all together. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. Yeah. So, let me bring all this together and say that I have a feeling some of the stuff that transpires in Loki you're going to see in the new Thor film um, and it's Thor right mm-hmm. like I mean you can't go wrong with that it's gonna be awesome I'm really excited to see that and uh, yeah and yeah and yeah and yeah and yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah Okay. All right. Number three, sir. Number, <laughs> number th- let's go. Let's go. She's, going. she's watching the clock going, uh, we still have more of this road trip to do, guys. Let's get the heck out of here. <laughs> no, you mean Helheim. Let's get that Helheim out of here. I mean, we're only at, like, what, an hour of broadcasting so far, if that? Uh, 55 minutes. So, yeah, we're right on time, I think. Does this, does this sofa pull out? It does. It, it lowers. You pull it out and it lowers Save back. My dad. <laughs> oh, this thing has come in so handy so many times. Please don't you say that while I'm sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why she's taking the chair. <laughs> oh, the roles are reversed. It's one woman and three girls on the couch. <laughs> three, <laughs> three, three, three guys on the couch. Yeah, we're girls. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. We gotta, we gotta get a money shot. We gotta do the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. So I'm here. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be C? C. Okay, and hand over your mouth, Mondo. Oh. <laughs> see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Hope somebody got a screenshot of that because we're not doing it again. <laughs> My number three is gonna be across the Spider Verse Part One, mostly for the same reasons that everybody else has already said. Um, I love the exploration of Miles Morales' character. I loved the inclusion of Post Malone in the soundtrack. He's from Irving, Texas, which is like 30 minutes away from where I live. And he makes his own Crocs. He, he, he has like his own Crocs line, which is ridiculous. They don't let anybody do that. Not everyone has their own Crocs. It's ridiculous. It's so... It's a Croc is what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Dun-dun. 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 No, Into the Spider-Verse Part 1, I, I really enjoy Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. I hope he's back. Really he is. Back. I've, I've heard that he is. And yes. didn't you say that Issa Rae was going to be in Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah. Be Spider-Woman. She's, yeah. Yeah, and, and Haley Steinfeld is going to be in it as... Yeah. Uh, she's as, in the, as, the trailer. In, yeah. she's, she's in, like, the promotional material. So it's going to have a great cast, and uh, the, the, the animation style looks as great as it did in the first movie. It's not better. If, if not yeah. better, and so Miles there's a little older, a little bit it, times past. It, it 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 set a really good high bar a few years ago, and I'm hoping that it continues that trend. 
by the time we end up seeing it, it will have been almost four years since the last one came out. No way. It came out in That's 2018. I remember, I remember getting off of work because I still had, you know, my AMC. Because mm-hmm. I love the movie theater mm-hmm. like, a lot. I know, you love it. Like, I, oh, I totally love it. Okay. So... <laughs> I can I can outdo anybody with that, buddy. I just so, got I got better stuff to do than try and, and match that with you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, so I remember getting off work at five o'clock for a five o'clock showing at the Great Mountain Mills Mall, and I walk in as the movie's starting because apparently I'm Cause, amazing at that because <laughs> of all the trailers. Yeah, yeah, it'll do that. Um, and I was like, oh, this is such an because aw- I I'll be honest when when I first saw the trailers for the original one and. And, and I was like, there's no way this, this this is that good. Like, yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, I just the thought of me sitting through that was like, that's going to make me nauseous. It's <laughs> almost it's almost scary because, like, the one with, that first one was just a sleeper hit. No one expected it. Like, I remember seeing the trailer, yeah. like, oh, this looks cool. But, yeah. like, I remember hearing just, like, all the buzz and, like, going, I'm like, wow, that was so good. Now the expectations are thrown. Really. Yeah. Now they have to meet those expectations. Yeah. So I don't, uh, I, I don't envy Phil Lord and Chris Miller, but I have faith in them. They're incredible storytellers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's my number it's three now. Your, your third, yes, sir. Okay, so we talked a lot about it tonight. I don't really have a whole lot more to say about it. I will just say it is the Batman for me. Um, those trailers have got me so hyped. And I, I'm not really generally really a big Batman fan, but like I think throwing in uh, Matt Reeves, who I really loved his work with the Planet of the Apes movies, I was yeah. there with Steven. Um, just I think it's a great combination in getting more into the detective side of Batman, which as many Batman movies as we've had, we've never gotten really gotten that. There's a little bit of that in the, the Nolan trilogy, but not a whole lot. There's a little of it in Nolan, and there's more of it in the TV show Gotham. Alright. There, there's a young Bruce Wayne that tries to investigate certain things that are going on in Gotham City, and the adults keep trying to look down on him as like, you're too young, you know, go home, Bruce, that kind of thing, and so... There's a little bit of it in there, but I, I am curious to see how they flesh it out a little bit more. Definitely. So. All right, we're to our top two now. What's this getting is the second one? To the second one. What's getting the silver medal for you, babe? Uh, Avatar two. Avatar, Avatar two. two. Yeah. I did mean, you see the first one in theaters? I don't remember, but I know I'm pretty sure I did. That's a long time. Oh, I saw it. It was 13 <laughs> years ago. It'll be 14 years by the time we actually see the movie. I remember that the crate. Well, I remember when the first one came out. You couldn't just see it in the movie theater. You had to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like, people were going, like, oh, you saw Avatar? Oh, yeah. I saw it at the Irving Mall. Oh, no, nah, bro, you gotta go to the IMAX. <laughs> you have to put on the mm-hmm. funky glasses and watch it in IMAX 3D. And it was cool. It was fun. Um, I'm excited to see how they improve. Now it's supposed to be all underwater and there's some crazy stuff going on. Uh, well, I mean, water CGI has improved. Look at Aquaman. Dude, Aquaman is awesome. But, like, they shot this. Like, I think Aquaman was, like, just, like, they just shot, they just hung people up and just put the water in afterwards. This mm-hmm. is, like, all shot underwater. Because James Cameron is well, insane. I mean, and he has to do everything. He's got to do it the hard way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what makes it so high up on the list? What makes it number two? Um, just because I, I really enjoyed it when I first saw when I saw the first one. I saw it more than once. I saw a movie. That's actually uh, a really big deal for her. Most of the time when she watches a movie, it's yeah. like one and done. But um, didn't you say last night that you'd be open to seeing Spider Man in the theaters again? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I so that, that that alone should be pretty high praise right there. Um, yeah, I feel like this is Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be like a, a second or third, second and third viewing easy. Oh yeah, at least. Yeah. At least. Okay, uh, Mondo, it's to your second. My numero two. Dose. Yeah, I said, yeah. Uh, She's bilingual. She's going to correct anybody that tries to butcher Spanish. Don't you dare do that around Yeah. I'm, I'm bilingual, but by half. That's actually... Okay, so that just makes one language. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he speaks broken English and broken Spanish. Together, it makes, together it makes one one language. I'm, I speak Mondoese... Um, my my number two is Doctor Strange, and and for a lot of the same reason Zach said, um, the show the, the the Disney Plus shows have really they've kind of lobbed it up for this. Oh yeah. Um, especially the final scene in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like the wreck said it. Like totally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like. It's like it's like they just lobbed up a wiffle ball and for Sammy Sosa to smack out of the park, mm-hmm. uh, and which he could do because he had cork bats. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey man, baseball reference that no. nobody's gonna get. No, no. <laughs> uh, but but also like Zach said, direct repercussions yep. of Spider Man. Direct. I mean, and you see it in the trailers. Like like you start you. you you can start to see some of it. It's in the friggin' title. <laughs> yeah, when it's in the title, like it's kind of self-explanatory. But at the same time, they haven't revealed too too much. And here's the interesting thing: just based on my experiences with previous Marvel movies, they do just enough to kind of remind you of what happened, either through flashbacks or through conversations. You don't technically need to watch. WandaVision in order to be able to watch no. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but I would highly recommend it. Because the references and the conversations they're going to have and the things that they're going to do are not going to make as much sense as they would if you didn't watch WandaVision. I, I even think parts of Loki are going to leak into... It could. Into because this. of what happened in the Loki finale, it absolutely mm-hmm. could. I think Multiverse of Madness may be the most connected Marvel movie thus far. And I know there's a lot of this No Way Home. I know there's a lot yeah. of fly. Um, I yeah. think Multiverse Man, I think it's going to be insane. See, I, I will say this. I think No Way Home kind of took the crowbar and kind of opened the box up. Um, and I think it let it kind of opened Pandora's box. Yeah. And now you have all the tentacles of Pandora coming out of the box. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know how else to say. Um, and I think... Doctor Strange is going to connect them all. Doctor Strange is going to come in and just fling the box at a wall and and just going to break into a million pieces. And honestly, in my opinion, it's amazing how far his character has come because for me, Doctor Strange's first movie, his first solo movie, in my opinion, was like bottom three MCU movies. Yeah, same. I I did not enjoy the first Doctor Strange movie. And now his character has evolved and he's been a part of like Infinity War and Endgame and stuff. He has grown so much as a character that you kind of you kinda of, you kinda of have to what are you doing? <laughs> I'm holding this little bear. Fuck you. It's holding the bit. Okay. It's time for my second one now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it would be Thor Love and Thunder. I, I, again, a lot of people have already talked about it. I loved Ragnarok. Ragnarok may be one of my top three MCU movies. Stop you right there and say it was my number two, too. Awesome. So, so we got a, we got a couple, we got a couple of, of numero doses. And, um, it, it, it's just, Chris Hemsworth is awesome. I'm so excited to see what Natalie Portman's gonna do. I hope that Hilston shows up in some capacity. Um, I would love, I would love to see the brothers Loki, reunite. Loki so there's just there's a lot at stake in this movie in a lot of different ways, and even though it may not be as connected as Multiverse of Madness, um, I I'm hoping that the Guardians of the Galaxy show up since Ooh. Thor was hanging out with them. Like they're they're still. I don't want to still... spoil anything, but uh, yeah, you're gonna be happy. I'm gonna be very happy. I'm sure I'm gonna be very happy. So. I'm I'm just I'm really looking forward to that for a lot of different reasons. Um, the the writing, the chemistry, Taika Waititi coming back uh, as the director and as Korg. Like, oh, yeah. there, there's just there's plenty to be excited about for that movie as well. So oh. yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, just Taika Waititi at his most Taika Waititiists. Because um, that's think, a word. Yeah, that's a word. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Thor Ragnarok. I mean, that's I think. Most people agree. That's like top five Marvel movies. It's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. And having him come back and, and using all these things and throwing in the Guardians in the mix and all this kind of stuff and bringing Jane Foster back. Natalie Portman. I didn't think... I thought she was done, all right? I, I never thought in a million years they would actually get her back. And, Money talks. Well, also, when, you, when you're given a, a hammer instead of just, you know, being... A, yeah, you instead know, of just a, being a supporting side, role. Side character. That's true. Um, I would do a lot of things if I got a hammer. Okay, time for the gold medals. What's at the top of the podium? Our number ones. Time to go around the horn, and then uh, we actually have a very special barbecue segment coming up on the flip side of that. So, Ben, your number one movie you're most excited for in 2022. Uh, it would be the, have to be the Spider-Man, the Across the Spider-Verse movie, just because the, of the cast, and, and I really... Enjoy the first one. I really enjoy the animation. <laughs> I loved the Kingpin. I, I that, that's He's one good. thing. That's one thing that we haven't we haven't really touched on. But the the villain in that movie with those huge mm -hmm. shoulders and like the it's a brick wall. The, the, just the walking. But also the family implications. Like Miles Morales is doing things for family, and technically the Kingpin is doing things for family as well, just in a different way. And so, um, yeah, I loved. I love the storylines, and now I have an idea of what kind of movies I could actually drag you to. Because <laughs> I've been taking notes, people. This is what you do when you've got a fiance. You take notes so that you can actually, you know, do nice things for them for, for future reference. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm looking forward to taking you to all of those. Um, Mondo, you're number one. I feel like I know what it's going to be because we talked about it, and I think it's also my number one. Spoilers. It's unbearable how much you're making us wait. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. So it is a movie that has already been mentioned in one of our top fives, but it was criminally too low. <laughs> so low, I think I'm going to get the Law and Order Criminal Intent Special Victims Unit on it. Dun, dun. Because it is wrong. And that was Jurassic World Dominion. Yep. Yeah, Jurassic World has set up, I, I, in my opinion, the best revival of a franchise um, that we have seen. Uh, and I think, and I say that because 
when we reviewed Ghostbusters a couple weeks ago, I think a lot of us agreed that Ghostbusters felt like the Ghostbusters version of Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Jurassic World has spawned dinosaurs. Yep. But also animated dinosaurs. Yep. In an animated series. Camp Cretaceous, if you have not watched it, this little bear says you probably should. But... <laughs> so, you should definitely do that. Um, but it, it's... I'm so excited. It was already mentioned. Dinosaurs on the mainland. Imagine going to work and having to call your boss and saying, Boss. Yeah, I'm going to be late. A T-Rex just stepped on my car. <laughs> yeah. Or there's like there's there's traffic on the road trying to trying to get to work because a a, a triceratops is taking a nap on Highway 40. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? You're not going to wake the thing up. It's going to start charging at you. So, yeah, I for all those same reasons. Battle at Big Rock, the prologue, the stuff that happened in Fallen Kingdom, the fact that we are both dino nerds and we have been like getting together every time a new season of Camp Cretaceous comes out just so we can go be dino nerds together for a while. Um, we dressed up as Jurassic Park characters for Comic-Con earlier this year and got a ton of compliments for our costumes, so many photo ops that people wanted to take with us. And that that's part of what I love so much about it is the camaraderie of it all. And, and the fact that this is basically the Jurassic Park version of the Avengers. Yeah. You know, you're bringing the original cast back with the new cast... You're going to have some new characters. You're going to have some characters from the 90s. There's just there's so much nostalgia attached to it. Goldblum is rumored to have a, a bigger role again. Like there, There's so many things about this movie that I am looking forward to. And I just I don't have all the words to properly express it. So uh, I'm just going to wait for June and uh, give a much more in-depth review then. Because I can promise you... That Dominion's going to be one of the the big conversations we have this year. If it's both of our number one, if it's in Ben's top five, if it's in a lot of other people's lists, I promise you, a a, a Jurassic Park roundtable is uh, is probably due to happen at some Are point. Are you sure we shouldn't just skip that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we'll really have time for that. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is 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 it my turn? Is it, it my is, turn? It's time. It's time. All right. Did he All just right. say it's time? It is. It is. It is time. Um. So. <laughs> it is time. Oh, Simba. It's okay. You're safe now. <laughs> okay. So. I think this is a pretty easy one for me. Even it's not really that easy because I think any of these movies on my list, I think, could have been number one. Um, I have a lot of hype for all of them, and I'm glad that maybe there's a chance I actually get to see all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Multiverse of Madness kind of almost made my list, and, and there's a lot of other <laughs> ones, a lot of Marvel movies, but I think I had to give it to Spider Verse into across the Spider Verse as it is because. That movie, I think the trailer got yeah. got me reminded. And I recently watched Spider Verse, the mm-hmm. original, and that movie just become comfort food for me. Like it's just mm-hmm. so fun. You just go back and rewatch it, and, and it's it never gets old. There's not a there's some movies. There's some even Star Wars movies. I'll be like, ah, I can live without this part. I'm kind of bored. I'll be checking my phone. Spider Verse is yeah. not that. It's just a movie you can sit down. That's and watch. true. And the whole way through, you are engaged. That's true. And it's so good. We need to watch Spider-Verse on your TV. 
Oh, that would be epic. I've got it on Blu-ray. Let's set that up sometime. Let's. Let's do now it. Now I'm envious that I'm not going to be there. That's hey, amazing. Next time you're in Texas, buddy. Oh yeah. Next next time you're in Texas. Hey, if uh, if all goes well, you'll be in Texas sometime next year. That's true. As long as that's we, very true. As long as we get a long as we get a venue on time. Yeah. But that's no, another keep conversation. Keep me in the loop. Keep that's me another, in the loop. That's another conversation. But, so I, uh, <clears throat> yep, Spider Verse for me. Um, I can't wait for that. And then the fact that we're getting a part one and a part two just crazy. Yeah. So here's here's some other movies that were in some people's lists, but I'm just gonna kind of go through them again, um, talking about some of the other movies that weren't in our fives. <clears throat> movies like Knives Out Two gonna be a Netflix original. Morbius is coming out this spring, and it's gonna have Michael Keaton in it as well. So that should be interesting. Not enough to get me to see. I'm sorry. Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, Black Adam's supposed to come out this summer. Top Gun Maverick got delayed into next year. Uh, the Flash. John Wick Chapter 4 is going to be happening. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom was in a couple of other people's top fives. There's definitely a lot happening this uh, coming year. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a shame that this has to be, like, our, our final episode of the, of the 2021 season. But, I mean, Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. We've got, you know, family things that we're going to be doing. And what better way to close out the year than to do an in-person podcast? It really could. doesn't get much better than that. It, it really, really doesn't. It does not. Um, I, I appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. I wish I wish it was I wish it was better lit and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you can see all of us. We're in the same room. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen very often. And very very special. It's a great way to end a uh, a year. <laughs> it really is, and uh, that's why we're going to go into a very special edition of Barbecue Watch because the last time we were here back in 2015, we did not have like. A, a video feed for you guys. So tonight I'm actually going to present to you um, a hodgepodge plate from Rob's Barbecue on the side because hashtag BBQ Watch would not be complete without a little summary. So I'm going to get up and like actually show you guys this plate because it is freaking gorgeous. There are ribs, there's pulled chicken, there's pulled pork, there's two different kinds of sausage, one that's Cajun flavored, one that has jalapeno on it, and it is just freaking amazing like his family i read the reviews on on google which i I take a lot of google reviews with a grain of salt but you guys you guys have almost 200 reviews and it's four and a half stars out of five every everybody always has really really high praise and you my friend are always talking about the pulled pork Mm -hmm. you are a pulled pork aficionado and when I was here last time, I did not have the pleasure. So tonight, I am actually partaking of the pulled pork. Okay. <laughs> this is happening. So right off the bat, for those of you listening, the texture of the pulled pork is amazing. Like, it is cooked to perfection. It's not... It's not too hard. It's not too soft. It's like just the right consistency with just the right balance between sauce and smoky flavor. It's amazing. I have attested to this before on this show, and I will reconfirm it. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Mondo has left the building, apparently. Just keep going. Just keep going, he says. 
These are, without a doubt, some of the best ribs I've ever had. I I love... I love the ribs that you guys make here. I don't know what your secret is, but I'm so glad that I'm taking some with me to Florida because I want this for brunch. I want this for dinner. I could eat it literally every day. And we've already discussed you, you taking some, some stuff home with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's 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 a given. That's in order because um, there's, there's, there's plenty. Uh, we, we, we closed up with some food, and then y'all got, got the rest of it. <clears throat> It's amazing. Mondo, what was what was your favorite dish from supper tonight? You know what? It wasn't even a meat. Really? It was those beans. The beans are our favorite. Brown the, brown they sugar. Have a, they, they have a secret name that's only available if you look a specific place on the website. It says, baked, parentheses, killer beans. They are called the killer beans. For well, reason. I thought they had. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. <laughs> they so they, killed you. So they, they killed, killed you. <laughs> They killed you dead. And then, it, was, wow. it, it was all amazing. Uh, I, I can't believe that I had had that sort of flavor in my face tonight. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Mm. that right there. Yeah, I know. I, I know you can't. You, you would have got it all over your little wrench. Okay, well. I may have to drive because Mondo's going crazy. Babe, what was your favorite part of the dinner? Oh, the ribs. <laughs> the ribs are so good. I just love ribs. They they fall right off the bone. I used a spoon to take the to take the meat off the bone. A, a plastic spoon. Yeah, bite it off that's the bone. how that's how soft it was. That's yeah. how good it was. And the reason the reason Ben had to step out, you don't see him in the shot right now, is because he's actually helping his family take down for the night and they're going to get up and, and serve this amazing food all over again so the next time you're in the mississippi gulf coast area be sure to swing into a quiet little town called pascagoula and come check out rob's barbecue on the side it's been an abbreviated version but it has been an awesome version of the intergalactic peace coalition podcast um thank you all so much for being patient with us throughout 2021 i know things have been kind of tough with uh, my broadcasting schedule, doing football and baseball stuff, um, with Ben's availability because of different commitments. Um, this year, we didn't cover nearly as much as we hoped to because um, we're just we're doing a lot of other things too, like getting engaged. And Ben is running things uh, on the social media side at Culture Slate. He's been very busy doing that as well. And so, um, you know, IPC is still very much a, a high interest of ours but we've got other things that we're pursuing as well other people that we're pursuing and so there's just there's a lot going on there's a lot going on at IPC there's a lot going on in the world um, but we could not have made it through 2021 without all of you guys tuning in we could not have uh, accomplished as many episodes as we did without your listenership and your support and so we're very grateful for that and we're very hopeful for what uh, 2021 has to offer. A big thank you to uh, Ben's parents for opening up their establishment during after hours. They closed at 7. We didn't arrive until um, 8 or something like that because of traffic and whatnot. Um, they don't like to brag on it too terribly much, and that's why I'm saying it while Ben is uh, away, but they celebrated their 22nd anniversary today. Yeah. And 
that is just that is just huge. That is ridiculously awesome to have twenty two years as an establishment under your belt, and so congratulations to you and your family, man. That is a big accomplishment. That is a big deal, and it's a heck of a way to close out the twenty twenty one season. Is is with a, a anniversary. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's crazy, and I mean, I don't think I have to tell anybody. You, you, you've seen. If anybody pays attention, knows like you see that restaurant come and go, and the failure rate on restaurants is very high. Yeah. Um. So the fact that we made it twenty two years and are somehow still here is is a massive blessing. Um. Yeah, and we're we're still going. We're still surviving here. It's it's pretty odd. I'm glad you you've made it back twice now. We've mm-hmm. done it twice. Um, podcasting and barbecue, this weird intersection coming together with IPC and literally coming together now. Hashtag BBQ Watch. There you go. Well, be sure to find us on our socials. Mondo actually just did a comedy special on his uh, Facebook page. And, uh, Netflix? You got a Netflix special? He, what? Uh, Facebook special. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook original, so go check out Mondo D Comedy. Go check out the Intergalactic Peace Coalition on our different social platforms. Go check me out. Uh, she does that every day, but you can go check me out on social media <laughs> at Zach the Voice, Z A C H the Voice, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Cash App, hint, hint, um, wherever social networks are found. And uh, Ben, you've got great stuff going on at the Underworld and, and Culture Slate. Where can the folks keep up with you? Yeah, um, so you can find me at Ben Hart with no E, exactly as it sounds. And they literally scared the crap out of me. Um, (laughs) Toilet's right there. (laughs) It's up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it is up a little bit. That's an inside joke. Um, So, yeah, you can find me at Ben Hart with no E, exactly as it sounds in the social medias. Um, My other podcast is the Star Wars and World podcast. We're going to be off next week. We're coming back for the Book of Boba Fett review. So that'll be in two weeks. Be sure to check out that. And then IPC, I guess, sometime after that, we'll, after the first of the year, we'll be back with our first episode of 2022. It's great. And then also Culture State. I do a bunch of other things over there. we got all kinds of shows and news and crazy stuff. So, yeah. Uh, check me out if you want to see more of this. Uh, mm. Well, I do think that's going to do it for the 2021 season of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Uh, thanks to everyone that tuned in to this, uh, this different type of episode, but hopefully just as enjoyable as ones that we've had in the past for my fiance Edna for my best friend Mondo for my other best friend Ben I'm Zach thank you for being a part of 2021 with us we are looking very much forward to 2022 as I hope we were able to express tonight uh IPC will see you in 2022 but until then good night everyone what is up everybody this is zach from the ipc podcast broadcasting from my phone so i apologize if the audio quality is a little bit lower than what you're used to uh we're basically trying to make the most of some weird circumstances that have happened here on this friday of december 17th um I believe December 17th was when we went to go see The um, the Last Jedi four years ago to this day, if I remember correctly. So there's a, there's a lot of memories attached to this day, and we're making new memories as we are traveling eastbound on Interstate 12 
in the North Shore area of Louisiana, making our way slowly to Mississippi, where we will be doing the other half of this podcast, live and in person with our buddy Ben. And when I say we, I refer to my my good buddy Mondo, who was on uh, the previous episode that we did here on the show. And actually in the car with us is my fiance, Edna. That is still such a crazy thing to say, but it's also really awesome. And we all went and saw uh, Spider-Man No Way Home uh, yesterday and had plenty of thoughts that we wanted to give about it and plenty of them that we wanted to share, but we also didn't want to, like, ruin the movie for someone like Ben who isn't going to have the opportunity to see it until, like, Monday, and here it is Friday, and, you know, we didn't want to, like, accidentally let something slip. We didn't want, you know, to ruin it for him because the more we talked about it on this road trip, the more we realized, um, Mondo, this, this is a particular movie that... It's really, really hard to discuss without giving away a few things because essentially the spoilers are kind of a pretty major part of how this movie concludes and how this movie ties into the MCU. Absolutely. Uh, You know, last night after the conclusion of the film on my social media, I didn't put an emoji. I didn't put anything like that. I put Spider-Man equals and I put a picture of a roller coaster. Because this film is a roller coaster start to finish. It starts off with a bang, ends with a bang, has a bunch of bangs in between. It absolutely. Uh, this might have been one of the hardest hitting films I have ever seen. And that's just in general. That's not talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, this was just a good movie. And uh, we apologize now for, like, the the truck noises and the speed bumps and stuff you're going to hear while we're driving down this uh, traffic-filled interstate. Um, Don't know how much of this is actually going to show up on the feed, but, you know, we're making the most of what we've got at our disposal. And, uh, you know, we're going to make the most of our time while we're sitting here in traffic. So, um it is a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster of emotions. It's a it's a roller coaster of of nostalgia because you know it's already been confirmed that characters like Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, you know, we saw him in the in the trailer. Uh, we know that Willem Dafoe is going to be in it as the Green Goblin. We saw Jamie Fox um, as Electro. So you know we we got a lot of the the villains already confirmed. But I, I think. Um, the, the, the most I'm going to say spoilerifically, uh, you know, I'm going to try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but um, I, I would venture to say that the worst-kept secret in Hollywood um, proved itself true. I, I'm going to try and be as vague as I can. The, the worst-kept secret in Hollywood this year proved true, but it didn't affect my movie-going experience. Even, even though those things were floating around the internet for months the way that it was executed was so good that i still enjoyed spoilers you just said a word that i think perfectly describes this film execution this film executed almost flawlessly through emotion through moments through character development, through everything. 
And I think that is why we're he, we're here talking about this film right now in such high regard because you're right. You know, it was one of the worst kept secrets in all of Hollywood. Okay, we all knew it was happening. Uh, people that we were going with were using that spoiler, if you would, as a uh, almost bargaining chip chip to try to get other people to come to the movie. Yeah, I, I remember that. It's like, dude, dude, spoiler's going to happen. You need to show up. Um, well, that, that's not really why I'm going. But, you know, I, I saw something on social media. I forget who it was. I want to say it was Roger Ebert who said that if you rely so much on, on spoilers being kept safe, then maybe you're not making as good a movie as you thought. And, you know, the the outcome of the movie and, and how good it is shouldn't be dependent on spoilers. And I think for the first time in a long time, you know, Marvel was able to prove that even though those spoilers were circulating, they were still able to churn out a really good movie. That's the execution. And I think the other word that I used a lot of last night was satisfying. You know, I'm not going to go into too deep of a reason why it felt satisfying, but I found myself very satisfied at the end of this movie. Uh, I'm gonna bring in my girlfriend slash fiance. I, I gotta I gotta transition out of that. I keep saying girlfriend. I need to say fiance. I'm sorry. She's wearing a ring on her hand and she's flipping me off with it right now. <laughs> Babe, I'm sorry, but what word would you use to to describe your movie going experience seeing Spider Man last night? One word. <laughs> no, I mean, and then and then describe why you're using that word. Um, man. Okay, so. I think it was satisfying. Like it was just, it, it it showed everything that I was expecting, and a little bit of what not, you know, was not expecting. Trying to <laughs> not mess this up. I know it's, it's really school. hard. It's really really tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was like like Mondo said of. Uh, roller coaster of emotions and I'm very happy with the way this movie was made um I think that uh there was a lot going on but it didn't feel rushed like other movies where they just throw bang 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 so much action and information at once like they did a pretty good job with that like they 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 presented what they needed to and I I liked it I, it's probably one of my top movies so far. <laughs> I, I would say it's definitely my favorite uh, movie of the year that I've seen. And, and I've seen some pretty good films this year, either on HBO Max or uh, in the movie theaters. But um, this this is actually, in, in my opinion, it's vaulting into like my top three favorite MCU films. Because it was extremely ambitious. And there was a lot riding on this movie as far as the future of the MCU goes, um, as far as Spider-Man's story goes. Um, but I don't think that this is too, too much of a spoiler uh, to get into. Um, I think one of my favorite aspects of the film was this idea that um, Spider-Man wanted to save people, including the bad guys. You know, one of, one of the key elements is is Spider-Man wanting to find a cure, wanting to find a way to fix someone like Doc Ock, to fix 
someone like Electro so that they're not having those problems anymore. And if they've been cured of those problems, then they can be sent back to their universe. And, you know, you and I watched Spider-Man 2 a couple of days ago in order to prepare for this movie because we knew that Alfred Molina as Doc Ock was going to be in it. Um, which which villain's storyline did, did you enjoy the most? Like, which one should people be watching out for in this film? Because there were a few that were probably more like background characters, but overall I feel like they did a really good job of bringing those those villains out of their universe and into ours and, and giving them a decent story. Um, I don't know if I want to just say one. I think they all did a pretty good job. I mean, if, if I have to pick one, probably... Doc... Doc? Doc Ock? Yeah, I mean, I... That was the one that I was most... I was following most out of all the villains, so... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's my profound answer. Yes, um, but but it's 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 worth mentioning. That That's what I'm getting at. Is it's, it's worth noting that this movie's not just about Spider-Man. You know, it, it's about uh, taking characters that really hadn't seen a whole lot of screen time in a while... And suddenly they're thrust into the, the MCU. They're thrust into the same universe that Thanos was in. And, you know, there was a little bit of an expectation because they had been in movies from, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. You're like, oh, is the nostalgia still going to be there? Is the, the character execution still going to be there? And in, in my opinion, it, it was. And so it was really cool to, to see the you know the bad guys and the good guys getting decent amounts of screen time and and seeing that type of development as a whole and and Mondo I'm going to toss this over to you next because you know obviously we saw in some of the trailers that Doctor Strange is in this movie as well and the next movie we're going to get is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness if I'm not mistaken um how does Doctor Strange's appearance in Spider-Man kind of set things up for the MCU going forward, particularly with his storyline? Oh, I think it sets it up... A, it, it completely sets it up. I mean, like, there, there's no... Does it kind of set it up? Does it set it up a little bit? Like, it fully sets it up. Um, but it also... I, I, I'm going to expand on your question a little bit. It also brings some of the Disney plus Marvel shows full circle uh, to, to an extent... Um, obviously not completely, but you, it starts to connect some of those films, not those films, sorry, those shows that you had seen before uh, on Disney Plus, and it makes you realize, okay, wait a minute, this is how it fits, this is kind of how these puzzle pieces fit into the cinematic story. And, and you've kind of gotten that before, you know, obviously with WandaVision, you know, they're going through the, the events of Endgame and, and that, that whole thing, you know, obviously Loki and what kind of happens there and, you know, they, they bring up stuff like Loki's death and, and things like that. Um, but this starts to kind of, this kind of puts the corner pieces of a puzzle together and you can kind of start to see where maybe these other pieces are going to start to snap into place. Yeah, yeah. And and that's another one of the things, kind of going back to what Edna was saying about how it didn't feel rushed. Like, Doctor Strange had really decent screen time. 
you know, uh, Spider-Man had really decent screen time. Dr. Octopus had really decent screen time. Even characters like Happy Hogan and Aunt May had really good screen time. Like, they were able to take these, these characters that, you know, maybe didn't have as much screen time because we were giving time to Robert Downey Jr. or we were giving, you know, screen time to Samuel L. Jackson like we did in Far From Home. Like, we didn't have too, too many co-stars per se from the MCU because we had such an ensemble cast coming in from the other Sony uh, Marvel franchises and so bringing all of that together into one movie was super ambitious but as we seem to be saying the execution of it was was really really well done and you know unfortunately we can't go too deep into um, how everything shakes up in the final third of the movie but I think my fiance can attest to this. See, I'm using I'm using the right word this time. See, my my fiance can attest to this that um, I had such a wide range of emotions transpiring during that final third of the movie that uh, she she thought that I needed some sort of like a like a check in of some kind. <laughs> like, are you okay? You doing okay? Like, well, yeah, you were like. I was, I yeah, I, I let you know more times than one that I was not okay. <laughs> like, are you okay? No! Like, so many amazing things to to have transpire. And it, it, it's kind of interesting that, you know, I w- about this time five years ago, I was making my way to the theater almost every night to go and see Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Because the final 30 minutes of Rogue One fighting on the planet Scarif, you know, that fight sequence is one that... I wanted to keep watching on the big screen over and over and over again. And I feel like my desire to see the final 30 to 40 minutes of this movie is on that very same level. Like, I want to see it on the big screen as many times as I can before it leaves theaters. Because it's just, it's so epic, you have to watch it on the big screen in order to fully appreciate it. Absolutely. Um... You know, we, we were walking out of that theater last night, and I was like, if I didn't have to wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I would be pulling up my AMC app looking for the next show time to go through it again. Um, and it's been a long time since I've wanted to do that with a particular film. You know, you know I loved Ghostbusters. I got really emotional in Ghostbusters. I was satisfied with Ghostbusters, but I didn't have this hankering to be like, oh, I got to go watch it again immediately. Like, I went, like, as I fell asleep last night, I was like, damn, I really did watch that movie. (laughs) That happened. And then I woke up this morning, and we kind of talked about it when we first embarked on our journey, and we were kind of, in a weird way, kind of rehearsing how we were going to talk about this spoiler-free. And it kind of hit me again, damn, that actually happened. (laughs) Um, Like, it pound for pound, punch for punch might be my favorite MCU film and and this is why everything it does has a purpose yeah you know, I'm gonna throw and I, and I hate this is the low hanging fruit and I'm sorry it did right what the last Jedi did wrong uh oh, shots fired. 
And what I mean by that is The Last Jedi threw a lot of big moments at you. Some of which you felt there was no purpose. Some of them felt like it was just to spite the fans in a weird way. Well, I don't think any fans will be spited by the outcome of this movie. In fact, if anything, I think there will be so many fans that are excited and happy and satisfied with this movie that, you know, we already saw the Thursday numbers um, as a film... This this movie had the third best Thursday night premiere in cinema history behind only Avengers Endgame and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Like, if that doesn't say anything about how excited people are to see this movie and how anxious they are to see this movie, and, you know, I, I predict somewhere in the range of maybe a 200 million opening weekend domestically. And, you know, honestly, I, I feel like for the first time since COVID, we could end up hitting a billion with this particular film. And I know that there's a lot of speculation out there that perhaps, you know, there's not going to be a new deal created with Sony, uh, or it's going to be very, very tough to create. But I honestly think that if this is the first movie to eclipse a billion since COVID, the money is going to talk loud enough for them to hash out a new deal and keep this Spider-Man legacy alive. I know Amy Pascal has hinted at wanting to do a new trilogy. Um, based on the numbers and the and the performance of this Thursday night and, and how the, the, the weekend shakeup is looking to be, I, I feel very certain that the future is very safe and very bright for our uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Guy. Absolutely. And you know what? I thought it was already confirmed that they were going to do uh, three more films with Spider-Man. I, I believe, you know, the Sony executive Amy Pascal said that she wanted to do it. Um, I may have to check the quotes on that co uh, and confirm it specifically, but um, from from what my friend Sean over at Phantom Empire told me, there's still only one more film that has been, like, officially inked and set in stone. So they may still be in the negotiating phase for that, but I, I feel pretty certain that they're going to get an extension of two more and create a new trilogy with him. Well, I mean, let, let's be honest. They're, they're doing way too much right now over at Sony um, with a couple other characters that they actually just dropped into the MCU as well. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Um, but don't don't be like the people in front of us that I saw leave the theater at the end of the film. What, <laughs> what a moron. Yeah, they, they made that mistake, and they should definitely not make that mistake. The, the mid credit scene and the post credit scenes are both awesome and definitely deserve uh, your time and attention. And uh, speaking of time and attention, we appreciate your time and attention uh, as we kind of rambled on and tried to be as spoiler-free as possible. I think we kept it pretty safe. It was probably like 80 to 90% spoiler-free. And the things that, you know, we talked about were things that you could probably deduce just based on being a person on the internet. So we are looking forward to doing a full-on spoiler-filled review with Ben Hart um, at some point in some capacity. Um, he just unfortunately could not see the movie on time, family obligations, work obligations, we get that, it all happens. So whenever he does finally see the film, we may do a special episode, or we may do one in early 2022 in order to uh, 
get all of our feelings out and all of our emotions out instead of just a brief 20 minute synopsis. But yeah, um, hope you all enjoyed this little review. Um, hope that you all enjoy the rest of our episode. Um, I don't know if Ben is putting this on the front end or the back end of our top five most anticipated films of 2022, but that one's going to be live and in person. And so, uh, it'll sound a little bit different. It'll probably look a little bit different, obviously being, uh, on the Phantom Empire YouTube station. So, um, we're looking forward to 2022 and we're going to talk more about that, um, on the other half of the episode, but very, very excited for Spider-Man, very, very excited for this film, very, very excited for the future of the MCU and uh, the things that are still to come. But all of that is going to be discussed at another time. We're finally clear of some of the really bad traffic. I don't know if you've been able to hear us. We're humming along a little bit more now, and uh, we're hoping to be at Ben's sometime soon so we can do the rest of this episode. But that's going to do it for our initial review of No Way Home. Be sure to follow the IPC podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, you can follow Mondo on Twitter, I believe, at Mondo24208. Did I get that right? You did. And uh, also go ahead and check out my Facebook page, Mondo D Comedy. A lot of cool stuff. Just actually threw up a really cool Christmas special. Just threw it up. Just just threw up. I really did. Like, I sat in a chair, took my phone out, and I'm like, this is happening. And you can't stop me. Nobody would want to anyways. And uh, as for me, you can follow me at Zach the Voice on just about every possible social profile. Uh, I don't want to speak for my fiance as far as following her on social media, but uh, maybe we'll throw that in the show notes if, uh, if she does want to be tagged in it. But for Edna and for Mondo, I'm Zach. Thanks for tuning in to our initial review. And now I'll send it over to Mr. Hart, who may or may not have some thoughts of his own if he wants to contribute that, or we may just cut it off here and do our spoiler-filled review in a few weeks' time. Either way, have a good night, everyone. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man! Is he strong? Lives in blood. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there! There goes the Spider-Man! Why, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Ben from the future, after I have seen Spider-Man: No Way Home, um, and to keep with the to keep with the theme here, I will keep it spoiler-free, just in case for some reason at this point you have not seen the movie. I know it's with COVID precautions and all this kind of stuff. Everyone's different, and uh, yeah, not everyone can get out to a theater. Um, so I don't want to spoil anyone, because there's a lot to spoil in this movie, goodness gracious. Um, if you haven't seen it, yeah, you're in for a treat. But uh, just to uh, add on to their thoughts, um, I pretty much agree. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It's a, it's an incredible film. One of the best Spider-Man films that we've gotten so far. And I say that as a lover of Spider-Man 2 and, and Far From Home, which is one of my favorite movies of all time and then even Spider-Verse, which I consider one of the best movies of all time, um, this new No Way Home did it somehow. I don't know how it did it, but it did it. And there was so much going on. There's so much stacked against it, really, truly. All these villains, all of these people. I don't want to get spoiler here, but, you know, there's so much going on, and there, this could have been a train wreck. And it wasn't. It really was a solid movie. Um, I'm not saying it's above criticism. I'm sure there's... I'm 
things that people have kind of brought up that I kind of agree with, but for the most part, I think it's a solid film. I really do. I can't wait for everyone to watch it. And yes, we will be doing a full-on review. This is not going to be the last time we talk about this movie. Um, in 2022, we will be coming back. Probably our first episode. Probably going to be our first episode. We're going to have to come back and uh, dive full-on in spoiler territory with this movie. Um, so definitely go watch it as soon as you can um, so you can listen to our episode um, and watch it on YouTube, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go any further. I'm really, I'm, I'm treading on thin ice here, trying not to spoil anything. I know a lot of people have, um, but I just, I'm very wary, and I, I don't want to be the guy that spoils things for people um, in case you haven't. So I know a lot of people, we have listeners around the world that uh, may have not had a chance to see it, so I don't want to screw it up for any of you. But So uh, this episode will remain spoiler-free, at least for the most part. Um, but yeah, this was fun. It was a pleasure to have Zach and Mondo and Edna over at my place, and uh, even for the short amount of time it was. Um, and 2021 was, I don't want to say an incredible year. It was an incredible year for our podcast, obviously. We had a lot of great episodes, a lot of great guests. Thanks to everyone who joined us, especially those who, uh, who filled in for Zach while he was away. Um, but uh, overall, I mean... We've got a lot to look forward to in 2022. We've got some stuff in 2021 we haven't even talked about yet. We're probably going to have to talk about Hawkeye eventually. Um, we'll try to squeeze that in at some point. Um, and there's so many other things. And then the world keeps going. There's so many other things. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun, guys. We will continue with our normal schedule every other week. Our bi-weekly schedule, you can catch us on Fandom Empire every other week, recorded on YouTube. And then the regular podcast feed from Podbean will also keep be going on. And me and Zach will be back in the chairs talking more of this stuff. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting us over the past many, many years. And hope we continue in the future. Um, thanks to Zach and Mondo and Enda for joining us. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun, guys. Hopefully we'll talk to you in the near, near future. But uh, until then, good night, everyone. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, welcome fame, he's ignored, action is his reward to him. Life is a great big pain, wherever there's a hang-up, you'll find the Spider-Man.